welcome to another episode of the Trinity United Church Legon Podcast. And now for today's teaching. Shall we bow our heads in prayer? Father, as we come to your word, we pray that you will open our hearts to your word and that you will open your word to our hearts and grant us your grace to listen and to understand what you are saying to us today and to do it. And we ask all these messages in Jesus' precious name. Amen. The topic you've given to me is overcoming temptation. There are two things I would like to say in introduction. Temptation is not sin. To be tempted is not sin. You are not a sinner just because you've been tempted. It is when you fall in temptation, when temptation defeats you, uh, then you have sinned. And then you need to do something about it. Repent and ask for forgiveness. So that's the first thing. And the second thing I would like to say is this. Uh, the secret of overcoming temptation is to know what God's word says about the matter and to trust God for what he has said about it and obey him. If you do that, you have overcome the temptation. Find out what God says about the matter. Trust God and obey him, and you have overcome the temptation. Now, in Genesis chapter 3, the woman seemed confused about what God actually said about the fruit that is in the middle of the garden. The Lord said to Adam, do not eat the fruit in the, of the tree in the garden, in the center of the garden, because the day you eat it, you will surely die. That's what God said, very clear. But when Satan asked the woman, and she said, well, we should not touch it or we may die. But God didn't say anything about touching at all. He says, don't eat it. Now, because the woman uh, confused what God has said, Satan took advantage of what she has said and contradicted what the Lord has said. You will surely not die because God knows that when you eat it, you will become like God. You will know good and evil. And then we are told that the woman now says, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food. What a terrible thing. God said, the day you eat it, you will die. You will surely die. But now, Satan has confused her, and she says, the, the fruit of the tree 
is good for food, when she saw that it was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and it was a, a fruit to be desired to make one wise, she took of it and ate it. And then she gave some to her husband with her, and he also ate it. And immediately, they found that they were naked. Satan is always ready to take advantage of us. And if we are confused as to what the Lord has said to us about a particular matter, then we hand over the victory to him. He is not afraid to contradict what God has said. You shall surely not die, says he to the woman, because God knows that if you eat it, you become as wise as he is. And then the woman, the picture of the fruit now completely transformed for her. It's good for food. It's needed to make one wise. It's pleasant to the eyes. And so she takes it. And contrary to what the Lord has commanded, she eats it. And she gives some to her husband, and he also eats it. And immediately they realize that they were naked. And they went around looking for leaves to sew together to cover their nakedness. Temptation is not sin. But if you listen to Satan and you do what the law said you should not do, you have sinned. And all the problem that has come on mankind is due to the fact that they did not listen to God. They did not trust him and they did not obey him. My brothers and sisters, that should be a lesson to us. The way to overcome temptation is to find out what God's word says about it and trust God and obey him. And the devil will not have anything to do to you. You can't. He can't. If you are obedient to God, that's the end of the matter. Now, quite contrary to what Satan did with a woman, the Lord Jesus Christ comes on the scene, he's baptized, and the Spirit leads him into the desert, again to be tempted by the devil. And he comes to the Lord he knows that he's been there for a long time. He's been in the desert for a long time. He's fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And now he was hungry. You see, he's human after all. Fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, you become hungry. And he said to him, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Now, for a hungry man, that's a tremendous temptation. He's a son of God. 
He can tell the stones become bread. But you know, he knew what the Lord had said about hunger and feeding. And he said to the devil, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. As far as the Lord Jesus Christ is concerned, that's the end of the matter. <laughs> God has said, it is written, it is there in scripture, that man shall not live by bread alone. So even though he's hungry, he's not going to use the powers he has as a son of God to command stones to become bread. Because his father has said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of his father. And what has proceeded from the mouth of his father is just that word. Man shall not live by bread alone. So the evil one cannot touch him because he knew what God had said. He believed God. He trusted his father and he was ready to obey what his father had said. Hunger or no hunger. But that was not all. The second time, the evil one comes to him and uh, somehow persuades him to be on the top of the, of the uh, temple, at the pinnacle. And he said, well, throw yourself down because it is written that he will give his angels charge over you so that you will, they will hold you in, your, in their hands and you will not dash your foot against a stone. And the Lord said to him, it is written, you should not tempt the Lord your God. You should not put the Lord your God to the test. And again, that is the end of the matter. If it is written, well, he will respect his father's word and he will obey. So Satan has nothing that he could do. He is not about jumping from the top of the, of the, of the, te of the, of the temple and, and hope that the Lord will send his angels so that he will not fall and break his neck. No, he knows better than that. His father has said, you should not put the Lord your God to the test and he was willing to do what his father has said but Satan has not finished with him he comes to him the third time and he persuades him to go to a top of a mountain and then he shows him all the the, the, the whole of the, of, of the world, the nations of the world, and the splendor of the nations of the world. And he says, all this I will give to you, 
if you will only just bow down a little and, and, and worship me. Now, that was repulsive to the Lord. So he said to him, away from me, Satan, because it is written, you should fear the Lord your God, and him only should you worship. And so Satan was dismissed. And the Lord has been victorious in the temptation. Now you find all those things, it is written, it is written in Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3 and Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 13 and again chapter 6 verse 16. The Lord knew what he was talking about. It is written, it is there in the book. And he was willing to believe his father and to obey him. And he overcame in the temptation. The secret of overcoming temptation is to know what the word of God has said about the matter. And when you know it, to believe in the Lord and to obey him. And you will be safe from Satan's temptation. Now, my brothers and sisters, all that is in the scriptures, and they are there to instruct us that we may follow the good example of our Lord Jesus Christ. So that whatever the temptation that the evil one may put to us, we are able, we are capable, if we will follow his lead and his example, to overcome the evil one. Temptation, to be tempted, is not sin. But to yield to it, that is sin. And if we follow the example of our Lord Jesus Christ, we need not yield to Satan. We can find out what the word of God says about it. We can trust the Lord and we can obey him. And we are safe from Satan's temptations. We will always be tempted so long as Satan is alive and so long as he has so many other lieutenants around the world. We will always be tempted, but we need never yield to it. If we will follow the Lord's example, find out what scripture says about the matter. And when you have found it, Trust God and obey him in the matter and you will not fall. Adam and Eve did not obey and all our problems are because of their disobedience. But you know, even though because of their disobedience we were led into sin, their sin became our sin because he was the head of the family. He was the head of the human race. 
and all the human race sinned with him when Adam and Eve sinned. And we are all condemned with their condemnation. Death has followed. Just as the Lord said, the day you eat of it, you will die. Unfortunately, it is not just the day who died, but we too. But praise the Lord, that was not the end of the matter. God's son, Jesus Christ, who also happened to be the son of the woman, came on the scene. The Lord had prophesied and told Satan that he says, the woman's sin, the, the woman's seed, and your seed, there will be conflict all through life. And then he says, he will bruise your head. <laughs> you can only but bruise his heel. So the Lord Jesus Christ was bruised in his heel, heel if you like. He went to the cross. He had to die on the cross. But the Father raised him from the dead. He was victorious. And we have all been ushered through faith and by God's grace into his victory. And you and I are sitting here worshiping the Lord because he has caused us to be victorious in Christ. Our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ has saved us from the death that we were ushered into by Adam and Eve. We have him to give thanks to and praise and worship that he was willing to take our place on the cross and die in our place and instead of us. And to rise from the dead so that he may share his life, eternal life, with us. He's died our death and he was raised and he has raised us to share his life. And we have eternal life if we have put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and we will be with him forever, wherever he is. He asked his father, one of his last prayers, Father, he says, I wish that those also whom you have given to me will be where I am, so that they may behold my glory. And the father never turns from his son in answering his prayer. And you and I are destined for the glory. Blessed are those who die in the Lord from now on. They rest from their labors, but their deeds follow after them, and they are in the presence of the Lord as soon as they close their eyes here. They open it and they are in the embrace of the Lord Jesus. And that's where they belong forever. That is the blessing, that's the grace that the Lord has given to us. May he give us grace that we may be faithful to him forever and enter into his presence there. Behold his glory. Behold his glory, admire his power and everlastingly sing to the praise of his grace to us. Overcoming temptation, it is possible 
find out what the Word of God says about it, and trust God, and obey Him, and you are victorious. Shall we bow our heads in prayer? Father, we thank you that so long as Satan is alive, we will be tempted. But we thank you, Lord, that you have made a way of escape for us. We need not submit to his temptation and sin against you. We praise you, Lord, that your word stands there. And you, you tell us everything that we need to know in your word. We ask, Lord, that when we face temptation, you will help us to find out what you have said in your word about our situation and give us grace to trust you for what you have said and to obey you so that we may be victorious and bring honor and glory to your holy name. We ask this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We are glad you joined us for today's episode. To engage with us some more, kindly search for Trinity United Church, Legon, on YouTube and Facebook and give us a follow. You can also join us every Sunday on the premises of Trinity Theological Seminary, Legon. Thank you.